Uh-oh. That's late. Guess who's back? Back again. What's up, Curdy P? How many times have we done that intro when like we haven't been on a podcast in a while and we say guess who's back back again? I don't know. This probably is the first time if I don't recall. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if I do recall. <laughs> do oh man. It's we'll a heck of a start. Yeah, we're off to Hold a good on, start. One second, let me flip off some of this rust. Little little rust on the old uh, podcast voice here. Dude, it's been what, a month? It's been about a month, man. We had our we had our annual and by this I mean first annual year recap pod 1. that came 5, out. One point yeah. five annual, thanks to Carl. Yeah, no, 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 it wasn't that pod. It was Wait. the recap of the craziest months of the year. Oh, that's what the last one was. That was the last one, dude. That was like maybe a day or two after New Year's. I don't even remember. Sorry, it's been a long shot, time. Carl. Needless Carl, to say, I did not mean to take a shot at you. I hope we can move past this. Honestly, Carl's got a burden to bear, and that's being one of Conley's haters. Now, thankfully, he's chilled off. Yeah, he's, he's cooled off a little bit. His opinions aren't as t- aren't as hot, but uh, we're gonna definitely have to talk about that. But Dude, it's been a month since we chatted. I've seen you a few times in person, but uh, how's life? Life is wild, baby. Kids growing up. Got a got a new role at the company. Uh, Valentine's Day's right around the corner. Yikes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe a little greener. Maybe not a little greener. Who knows, man? Usually, um, I'd avoid these, but here I am, four years deep. And it sounds like maybe one year deep for you. I don't know, man. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know. I'm not going to count my eggs before they've hatched. It's only, what, February 10th. We still have four days to go. Ooh. And a lot can happen yep. in the span of, what, 96 hours, if my math is right? Man, you are definitely in finance because you hit that right on the head. Thanks, fam. Um, yeah, dude. So January's basically over. We're into February. Um, tell me this. What's the coolest thing to happen in the new year for you so far? Jeez. You really hit me. Okay. It's blindsided me with that one. I know, dude. Right out of the blue. The coolest thing that happened to me. We're off the cuff here year, on the thoughts inside our head. Um, I mean, obviously, like, getting a new role at work was a nice, uh, I guess, surprise. I didn't think it'd be coming. Is it coming. like a wheat roll? Is it like sourdough roll? What kind of roll are we talking about here? Man, you know, I Did wish. Did you even have a cafeteria at work? Uh, just little snacky snacks. Oh, so they don't have rolls? Oh, well, I mean, I haven't been to are the you office lying to our since listeners? March. <laughs> I honestly hate yourself. I hate I hate you, and you should hate yourself. I do. It's funny because <laughs> this is like we've probably recorded I don't know five podcast or no yeah four or five since Thanksgiving, and somehow roles have come up in one way or another ever since. And you think they're not even like a treat or like a side or whatever? They're a utensil. It's fine. Okay, that's a really weird thing, but whatever. Roles are as important to a Thanksgiving feast as a fork is. That's all I'm saying. Which is very important. Okay. Anyway. Um, so you got a new role at work yeah. on the up and up climbing the corporate ladder. Yeah. That's man, dope. Just doing the things I shouldn't be doing. Um, you know, sleeping with people. Just kidding. Um, yeah. Big eyes on that one. That was a bad joke. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Let's see what's happened since January. Jamie turned one. Emily's going to be so pissed at me for not rem- like saying that first, but here's the thing. HBDJ man. For me, it feels like for whatever reason, the new year started on February 1st rather than January 1st. I don't know why I have it in my head that way, but, um, Jamie turned one, which is absolutely incredible that we kept him alive for a year. And what was his birthday again? January 11th. Got it. He's born at 8 43 PM, I believe. So, <laughs> wow. That's special. Shout out to Jamie. Cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, we, it's crazy. I think we recorded the last pod with, uh, I don't know, the Jazz had like 10 games under their belt. Yeah. Actually, maybe not even that. No. Actually, no. It was no way. No. Nope. 
It wasn't. Like, we were looking very good. Well, I mean, we were looking okay. Definitely not as good as we are right now. Right. So, for those of you that are curious, we are coming from you, coming at you live from Salt Lake City, Utah, or a suburb of home of the league leading Utah Jazz. Best record in the league, dude. We feeling good about that? It's I like this is beyond any set expectations I had. Even like in my wildest dreams, we wouldn't be twenty and five, best record in the entire league, both conferences, um, and slowly putting um, some space between us and the Lakers and the Clippers. Like I was looking at the standings just last night, and I was so used to like looking at how many like games behind and like how we can count up to get to where we're at. Right. It's the other way around. Now I'm looking at all these like ones, two and a halfs, threes. Those are games that people are behind us with and it's absolutely incredible. Um, we're on a mountain right now and I want to sing and I want to dance and I want to give all praise to the glory of Quinn Snyder, Dennis Lindsay, um, and just the entire franchise. And honestly, I'm, it's, it, I'm elated. I am happy. Dude, it's crazy like I mean, we're so used to starting off so slow. Yeah. And so it's weird to be, I mean, a quarter of the season in or a quarter of what a regular season would be in at 20 and 5, having just uh, taken down the Boston Celtics last night and uh, being at the top of the league, man. I mean, it seems, I mean, it's still so early, but it still feels so surreal. I, I really don't know what to think about it. I would just ask you this. what What's going right? Why, of all seasons... Is this the season that we're starting off hot? What do you think? I think what we are is what we thought we would be last year, plus a little more sugar and a little bit more spice on top of it because we've had a whole year. But right, we, we brought in Mike Conley last year, and this is what we expected our team to be, a real, you know, basically a contender, a team that can go up against anybody and beat anybody on any given night. That's one thing. Conley's playing really well. I know he's out right now, but Conley has been absolutely incredible despite what Carl has ever said about him. Um, and then – I think just when you have a group of guys, specifically professional athletes, who buy into a system and they're into things like not seeing the ball stick and almost to a fault get excited to hooking every like everyone else up and when other people score, um, it's got a real like, I don't know, high school or like college locker room vibe. And when you get professional athletes doing that, it's really good. It may not be the time to bring up the word infectious, but it definitely <laughs> – the way they play, it, it has an infectious energy about it. It seems like everybody's stoked to, I mean, pass the ball along, make the extra pass. Honestly, at times, you've almost been too unselfish, which you could argue is a thing. But, yep. I mean, we're absolutely casting from three. And a lot of yep. that comes down to the fact that we've got a bunch of ball handlers that know how to penetrate a defense and kick the ball out. And we've got, what, a million guys that can knock it down? Um, when do you bring that up? Listen to these stats. Break it down. Okay, Royce O'Neal, 45.2% from three. Is that good? Uh, Pretty good. Joe Ingles, 44.1% from three. Boyan Bragdanovic, 42.3% from three. Donovan Mitchell, 41.5% from three. Michael Conley, 41% from three. And then JC, Jordan Clarkson, a.k.a. Base God, is 39.2% from three. These aren't just guys taking a few shots. These are premier, like, in our offense, they, they're our shooters, and they're all 40% and higher, minus Jordan, who's 0.8% away from that. That's why we're winning. It's crazy that, like, we've morphed from, if you think about back when we had Hayward, back to the Clippers. Who? 
Uh, Gordo. Oh. Yeah, no, unfortunately. Um, if you look back at that team, we were a team that was really beat based around defense. Um, we, we pretty much everything relied on our defense, and we're still top five defense now. But, I mean, if you look at our shooters, the biggest weakness we've always had has been consistent shooting. It's been, the, honestly, the problem every single year in Ugh. and out. Ugh. And now it's weird. We're a shooting team, dude. We're the best we shooting are, team in the league. We are. And we're, we're... It's so much fun. Not only, though, like, we're not just shooting threes, though. Like, we are obviously at a historic rate, especially for our team. But when teams stop the three, we've been able to step up and do things differently within the game and make those changes and still get the bucket um, which is super important, whether it's the pick and roll with Joe and whoever, whatever big is in, whether it's Donovan penetrating, um, we can find ways to score. I mean, who did we just play that kept running us off the three? The Pacers kept running us off the three point line, and we it was ugly, but we found a way to win. Super important, super important for the playoffs. Yeah, they tried to set the pace and they kind of failed because ultimately we turned it right back on their head. That's right. Um, yeah, dude, I think. Uh, it's it's hard to say if if you had to say who our most valuable player was so far this year, who would you say? Who'd you give it to? Um, in a way, like there's cases Sorry for to put everybody. You on the spot. We no, did not okay. plan on discussing this earlier, but I'm curious. There's a case for everybody. I mean, the case for Rudy is just a defensive anchor, always like the same thing you hear about Rudy all the time. Um, he's just doing it at defensive player of the year rate again this year. Um. I mean Donovan, just because he's Donovan, he's our he's our our superstar. It there's also a case for Mike Conley. Um, he's just made the offense so fluid, and he's made it so. Um, I don't know. You can definitely tell that there's a difference while he's been away. Um, I think there's there's a case for that, but I'm gonna probably tip my hat. I think you're gonna say Rudy, but I want to say Donovan. I totally see where you're coming from. And I'm gonna hit you with a little zinger here. Oh, you're gonna zag on little, my. I'm gonna zig? A, little, a little zag here, a little ziggy zag. So our most valuable player right now is Derek Favors. Okay. Oh yes. Tell and me why Daddy's our guy. I mean, let's think about it. What's the really the only difference from this year's team and last year's team? Big Derek, Favors. sexy Derek Favors, baby. Honestly, it's so much fun watching him run the floor and just you could tell he's playing with the joy that he didn't really have last year with the Pelicans. Yeah. And I think he really appreciated, obviously, what he had here before he left and. Now that he's got it back, you can tell that he's totally embracing it. Granted, you know, his role's a little bit more uh, diminished from what it's been in the past, and that's 100% okay with him. Yeah. It's cool to see him fit in, and uh, obviously he's never going to complain. He's just playing his role, wrecking people, wrecking second units, and uh, it's been way fun to watch. So, um, shout out to, to Derek for really being the variable. Um, in science, in the scientific method, would he be the dependent variable? The control group is the team as it is without Derek. Right. And I'm pretty sure that – or is he the independent variable and then the dependent variable is the wins? I don't know. We're going to need some scientists to hit us up. Can we get NASA to uh, let us know? I it's can't a, remember. It's that difficult of an equation to figure out that we're going to have to get the world's best scientists on this. Please. Big brain time. Let's go. Uh, hit us up with that if you can because we would love to know what a dependent and independent variable is in this situation. Shout out to Miss Clifton from ninth grade science. I remember we learned it there, but I forgot since. Anyway, um, so dude, we're sitting we're sitting pretty pretty right now, as they say. Yeah. Um, if you were to look ahead and think, wow, what am I concerned about? What do you think that would be? Um, concerns is, and this is something that we're not used to being on top. 
but the concerns is being able to put this much input uh, day in, day out, and avoiding injuries while doing so. We're playing at a very hard level every single game. Um, we want to win every game, and it's I'm I, you know it's a little worrisome that someone might land funny or go a little too hard. You know, our legs are running out. We were a little gassed um, on that 11 o'clock game against the Pacers. Honestly, screw the NBA for yeah, setting that Yeah, that was game bad. Up. That was really bad. Um, I just think, yeah, just being able to sustain this level of play energy-wise is a, is a concern. Yeah, I get that. I mean, coming into this season, I, I was pretty stoked about the fact that we had a lot of continuity coming through. And sometimes when I turn on the Jazz game, um, at least this season, I look at the floor and sometimes I think I'm like gazing into the ocean at like the Marianas Trench because we're so, so deep, dude. Deep. We're so deep. And I feel like that is one thing. If there's any team that can withstand some COVID issues, knock on wood. Granted, I feel like we sincerely deserve to have some of the best karma out there given the fact that our two best players were the first two people infected with the freaking yeah. at least diagnosed. Anyway. Um, yeah, we're so deep that as long as, I mean, so COVID is your main concern, team. Huh? is COVID your main concern? No, it's, I think my main concern is honestly just the fact that I think these next few games, like we're going to play the Lakers, we're going to play the Clippers, we're going to play a bunch of these teams pretty close to right in a row without Mike. Yeah. And even though we are deep, like it would be nice to have Mike back. Yeah. You want to see how your full squad matches yeah. up. Yeah. And I don't think there's a thing such as peaking too early. The, the thing that brings me a little bit of confidence is the fact that, like, all the players in every interview are like, look, like, we want to come together. We know that this is a marathon, not a sprint. Like, whatever for the regular season. Like, we're prepping. Like, we're prepping for the playoffs, and the championship is the goal here. Yeah. So, I know Quinn's keeping them pretty, like, never too high, never too low. Shout out, Ricky. But, uh, you know, there's always that, like, that fear um, of maybe a little complacency. And then, you know, you rattle off a couple of losses in a row and you lose that mojo. And I think that's like the, the fear that anybody can have. So I don't know. I mean, I mean when you're 20 major and, injury, when you're 20 and five, it's hard to pinpoint like a super um, like in terms of how your team is playing. It's hard to pinpoint like a major concern. I know the team has said that their concern is being able to close out games, um, especially close games. Donovan. <laughs> Definitely did that last night. Last night was insane. Um, that's the Celtics game that we're referring to when Donovan just went, honestly, Super Saiyan mode times 20. It was crazy, man. I was like, I looked around. There's like Alfredo sauce all over my couch. I just couldn't Weird. believe what I was watching. I know. It was nuts. Huh. Um, I uh, I guess one thing, and I, it came to my mind and now it's gone, and this is great podcasting. But, oh, yeah. So, you know, did you ever watch Power Rangers when you were a kid? Oh, yeah, man. So, you know when, like, the, the bad guy would, like, it's one of those monsters things that like come out of the ocean and like it'd be pretty terrifying. But the the Power Rangers would like morph into their stuff and pop in their Zords and like be like pretty menacing and be able to overpower this little you know yeah intruder until Zordon or no uh, what's his name uh Goldar Gold mm, no. no who's the bad guy the really Rita's friend I don't know oh I know it. on the, the planet spike, where he, he, yes he chucks head. the spear in and it lands in the side of the dinosaur and the dinosaur grows like yeah I'm afraid that that's gonna be LeBron. <laughs> like, like we feel real good about ourselves, and all of a sudden, whatever his name is, uh, throws you know basically grows LeBron into the terrifying monster that he is, and we run into him in the Western Conference Finals. Playoff LeBron Playoff is LeBron a is scary. monster. So I don't know, man. I think 
in reality, if that's our greatest problem and our greatest concern, we're sitting pretty good. Well, I don't know if you guys saw Jalen Rose today, but he definitely said if there's any team that's going to beat the Lakers in the playoffs, I don't know why I do that, um, it's going to not be the Clippers. It's going to be the Utah Jazz, baby. So, um, yeah, definitely a concern, but we're deep and – we're, we definitely have a different mindset that I've ever seen this team have. We have pushed it to another level. I've always felt like, obviously, like Western Conference Finals is like a very realistic thing. But this team is looking to that and beyond to the great, um, I guess, um, uh, the great what of Valhalla. The great beyond. No, the great what of Valhalla. Am um, I missing that? Man, I dropped the ball on I that one. I dude, but... Leave it in. I want you guys to leave it in because I want to know what my mistakes are. Speaking of Valhalla, so Lacey and I played um, before the Jazz game last night. We popped on Halo on Master Chief Edition. And for some reason, she likes Halo Reach. I'm not exactly sure why. Whoa. I know. It's, it's there's honestly. A red, there's a flag. Yeah, there's a red flag a, a little bit. Flag. But she loves the level Valhalla. Right. And we try to get Team Snipers going. And That's your first mistake. I'm greedy, so I included Halo 1, too. Yeah, of course. And so okay. the first two games we played were on Reach. I didn't even know what levels they were. One was like Damnation, but like an upgraded like version of Damnation from Halo 1. Gross. We got wrecked. And then the second one was some other level I've never seen before from Halo Reach. And third, in attempt to get Valhalla, we didn't. We got Hang 'em High. And we ended up quitting like, I don't know, 15 kills in because we were absolutely getting wrecked. So what I'm trying to say is we didn't get to Valhalla. And I've lost a step in Halo, and I'm not happy admitting it. I mean, I'm still better than you, but it's still one of those things. It's like doesn't feel good. We'll just we'll just leave that open for debate. Um, we need to play again, dude. It's been a minute. I know it's been a while. Um, we for sure should jump on. I kind of want to play the campaigns again. I don't know. Maybe that's something we can do. Dude, let's do it. Especially because it's not snowing. It's not sunny. It's in that terrible limbo of like 40 degrees and cold, and sometimes wet outside. I wish it was more wet outside because honestly, I'm scared. Just beyond poopless about where uh winter has gone for our great state of utah and i know what it's going to do for us long term it's just a matter of time before all the freaking rivers and creeks in utah just turn into like half pipes and we can skate those <laughs> and honestly i'll get way good at my 900 tony hawk style let's go baby um anyway. real real quick i want to use this to plug a future episode for us everybody but Halo 1 turns 20 this year, and there's definitely going to be a deep dive podcast about Halo and what it's done for our lives coming up this year. Yeah, it's going to be a long one, and uh, I can't wait for it. I'm stoked. Um, anyway, sorry to take us on a tangent there. So speaking of Valhalla, dude, the Jazz are on their way to Valhalla. This I could be so. the year. What if this is the year? I don't want to. We're only 25 games in, so I don't want to yeah. talk about it. We'll save it for other podcasts, but we're trending in the right direction. Let's and just, Get vaccines out so the stadium can be full and we can go to the parade. True. And this this doesn't count for anything, but you said Jalen Rose, and, and that clip on ESPN is great. Um, my last appointment today with, with one of my clients, he lives in Minneapolis, Kansas. and Wow, didn't w- know that existed. I didn't know it existed either. Apparently it's a little bit north of Wichita and a little bit south of... I can't remember where. Look at you building that rapport on your call. Oh, trust me, we were homies. By the end of the call, after we discussed some things, he was like... By the way, do you like basketball? I'm like, yeah, I'm a pretty big basketball fan. He's like, how about them jazz? And Did I'm like, he really? Did he know you're from Utah? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's oh. like, and so he was like, uh, and my next appointment's starting in two minutes. And so I'm like, I got to get off the phone with this guy. 
But then he started talking about how much he appreciates small market teams, especially the Jazz, and he appreciates their unselfishness and the way they move the ball and shoot it. And honestly almost got sucked into a rabbit hole where I probably would have got fired for missing my next appointment. Thankfully, I I fended off the the desires to talk Jazz with this guy for a long time, but he feels like we have a good chance to – Make run against the Lakers as well. So man, whoever that guy is out there in Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Kansas, Kansas. I mean, he's from Kansas. He's a Midwestern guy. He loves basketball. Flat loves basketball. Loves fishing. Um, loves golden retrievers. Believe it or not. What a good guy. Speed. All right. We have to put this on pause for a sec. Uh oh. With heavy heart, I feel like I need to give a special little shout out. Get something off my chest. Do it. Unfortunately, in the month of January. My lifelong buddy, and when I say lifelong, I mean since 2020, when we got him. No, wait, 2011. No, there you go. <laughs> I, I know math. Uh, my buddy Simon, the golden retriever, passed away. Had to say goodbye to the little guy. Man. And, uh, he was a good dog, one of the best. If you follow me on Instagram or any of the other things, you know that we were, we were great homies, hiking buddies, treat-eating pals, and uh, he was a good one. So shout-out to Simon. We're not going to get get too heartfelt here, but... He was a good one, so he deserves a public shout-out. I will say that I can confirm that he was very much a good boy, and hearts out to you, man. I feel bad. He's feel the goodest of boys. Thanks, man. Anyway, shout-out, Simon. Um, dude, as we look around at the NBA, yeah. do you see anything that, like, like, anything that catches your attention right off the bat? Yeah, let me go a little, like, unsubscribe for you. Um, okay. I hate Trey Young. I hate that he goes around screen, stops halfway through, takes a shot, gets fouled, and then his little moppy, weird-looking hair just flying around all wispy and thin and gross to shave it. Um, don't like him. Um, I feel like Trey Young, his hair is like when, you, when, you're, when you're in like a super poorly put-together haunted house around Halloween. And there's like a few of those like kind of spider webs that just like yeah. – they're, they're, they're around the door frame and they're kind of like all over the place. And if you walk through it without watching your head, you might catch them in your hair. And they're just like kind yeah. of annoying. And or like kind of like Muppet hair. A little Muppet hairy. Yeah. But uh, – I feel like, yeah, that's Trey Young's hair. So, um, stop doing that. Quit being lame. Um, I love how, I don't know, I saw a video of Kyrie on the bench last night looking absolutely devastated. And I'm just like, what are you going to do, dude? Take another sabbatical from basketball? Because, I mean, you're a weirdo, and your team suck. Well, they don't suck. You have a great offensive team, but none of you want to play defense, and you've lost three in a row. So, um, Kyrie, what are you going to do, bro? Tell me. Yeah, dude, they're five and five, and it's funny. So, and this is not supposed to be a flex, but I was on vacation when the whole trade went down, and so as I was like exercising in the gym, I would kind of see some things come across ESPN and whatever, and talking about it. And I was, we didn't really have a chance to talk about the trade. No. And now that's like it's kind of old news. We don't need to break it down because it's you know happened a ton. But referring to the Harden trade. Referring to the Harden trade. I apologize. So this is my question: Are the Nets done with their moves, or? Does someone, a.k.a. Kyrie, get moved before the deadline? Um, I think they rock with it for one year fully, see what happens. It's too early, like 5-5, five and five, yeah, but it's going to take a while when you have that many people who dominate the ball. Um, you got to give them some time to get to know each other, right, and play with each other. Um, Usage-wise, though, it's a little scary. Obviously, we know KD can do it. He did it in Golden State, but can the other two coexist as, as some – sort of high usage and then giving it up type of person who knows yeah i think steph and clay were definitely more uh um more prone to i mean more willing to play team ball but that's true we'll see i don't know 
Um, any other surprises? Uh, for me, I think one surprise is the fact that the Heat are seven and wait, no, what bad. Are they? So far, bad They're take bad. on my end. Dude, bad I thought they make the Eastern Conference Finals. Me too, at least. They're ten and fourteen, not looking great. Um, I actually had the Nets winning the East, so maybe I suck. Man, no, the thing is, I don't know. I don't know if I Philly's good. Honestly, yeah. Philly's good. I hate to admit it. That was pre-trade too. I said that, so I'm a real big idiot. Well, don't 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 beat yourself up too much, dude. Um, on the bright side, we have some good things. Good things, um, including the fact that Denver is twelve and eleven. Oh, I'm kind of happy tell me to more. see that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Golden State is is hovering on on playoff territory. Houston, of course, sucks. They're eleven and thirteen. Hey, you know what? Though, shout weird. out John Wall. Just like coming shout back and playing Wall. pretty solidly. Yeah. I mean, they, a lot of people had him written off, and he's playing pretty good basketball. Yeah. And I also need to uh, reel back my hate on Christian Wood. I never said what anyone say I will say or said, but um, someone on this podcast said that was a terrible signing. I don't know who it was. Um, definitely wasn't me. I don't think it was me, was it? Definitely wasn't me. Oh, yeah, it totally wasn't you. That's right. Um, I forgot. Yeah, man, that that guy's playing good. It was one of those guests. It was probably Max. Yeah, I think that was Max. Max, terrible take, dude. Or maybe Carl texted it to me. Or maybe it was Tom. Honestly, it feels like a Tom take. Yeah, he he just wanted to make jokes about Christian Wood. Magic Johnson, Christian Wood. Yeah, holy peener. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, dude, I don't know. Uh, Ultimately, there's still, there's going to be a little all-star game coming up, it sounds like, in, in early March. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Are the Jazz going to get three All-Stars? No, I wish they would, but no. Okay. Are we going to get two All-Stars? Yes. Rudy? Yes. And? It's going to be Donovan. I know where you're going, but it's going to be Donovan. Is there a small part of you that wants to be Mike? I absolutely want Mike to go, but I also don't want it to be at the expense of Donovan. I want it to, want it to be at the expense of somebody else. I want it to be three Jasmine. Um, but I just, I mean, Jasmine, I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. Very hard co-hosting a podcast with Colby Berg, everybody. I just ate some Jasmine rice and I think Judas. <laughs> uh, anyway, shout out Field Fresh Kitchen. I would love a, yeah, there are sponsors now. Field Fresh. Apparently Colby lives off them. Um, I do too. Great breakfast burrito. Anyway. Um, I just don't want like Donovan's gonna be his perennial All Star business starts now. I mean, he's just he's too like he's too much of like lightning in a bottle of a player to not have him in the All Star game. He's too like he's, he's too electric. He's he's the face of the franchise. There's no way he's not gonna go. Yeah, oh. no, I agree with you. I think and so before Mike got hurt and Donovan like he was still playing super well, but Mike was like. One, he's playing obviously a ton better than he played last year, and so there's that little like there's that gap of improvement that he yeah. And so I was thinking, man, Mike has never been in an All Star game. He would have probably had four or five All Star appearances East. under his belt if he played in the East. He's le- leading the lead in plus and minus Which by like a, a lot. bazillion. Yeah, and fact check that. That's a real number. One ba- bazillion. Zillion. And uh, so I was like, dang, and Mike, he's just the he's just the best dude, you know? Yeah, I would and love for him to go. I, I would love for him too. And you know, you look back on the Hawks when the Hawks were like second or first in the east uh like four or five years ago they had four all-stars yeah. dude so and the so the pistons that won a couple yeah. years so all i'm saying is i think there's an outside shot that if we are still one um in the west i think chris paul needs he's playing really well yeah i feel like mike's playing better yeah and me too and we're 20 and 5 arguably leading our team in in different ways so yeah. i would i would love a sp- i mean i would love for mike to make it 
this year after what he went through last year. Yeah. Get this guy an all star. So, you know what? I even said in our in our text chain. You know how Wall Street bets. Obviously, this is old news at this point. This happened two weeks ago, but they all rallied together to take down Wall Street and get GameStop and AMC and Nokia. You know, flying through the roof to the moon. To the Diamond moon, hands. baby. I feel like we need to have the same sort of movement, the same sort of like combining of forces and uniting of forces on the internet, whether it's Reddit and elsewhere, from all NBA fans. I feel like all NBA fans would appreciate Mike Conley in the All-Star game. It needs to happen. Who's going to be our rallying cry? Who's going to make our rallying cry? It might have to be me. I don't have any presence on Reddit, but I think I'm about to come out of the woodworks. Wow. You heard it here first. Colby Berg becoming a true Redditor. Yeah, it's worth it. Love you, Mike. Um... So, yeah, I don't know, man. Hopefully we get three. I think that would be so sick. Um, Why not Jordan Clarkson, then? Why not Jordan Clarkson? Why not four? Why not four? Why stop there? Let's get the whole team on there. We're all team all-stars, dude. Let's go. We're 20-5. and No one can stop us. It's just crazy to think, like, we'll look back and we'll really appreciate these teams and these players. Like, I mean, ideally it's with a championship to boot, but this is an awesome team. And we need to appreciate these guys. They're so much fun to watch right now. Here's the thing. We look back at, like, the 90s. And call them the good old days. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the good old days. So appreciate it. Appreciate it. What appreciate it. What it, it. Is. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, team. Honestly, think, and this might be, I don't know, a fire take. I don't think it's too fiery. I think this is the most likable jazz team of all time. Like, in terms of just likability and what this team does, they're just fun. They get along great. Like I said, they have that college or high school type atmosphere in their locker room. Camaraderie, you Camaraderie. Straight I, comrades out there, dude. Freaking. Dude, Rush can get yeah. out. But, dude, I agree. I mean, you think back, even on the, the Stockton Malone days, there's there always somebody like Ostertag or Greg Foster and or someone sick. about business, which in a way you respect the hell out of it. Right. But these guys are about business and they have fun doing it. Like when JC hit that. That four-point play in the corner, and the whole team Dude. on the bench is just on top of him, giving him little so pokies sick. on his chest and stuff. It's fun. Dude, can we talk about this? I think you posed this this earlier. And listeners, I'm curious what your opinion is. Is Donovan the coolest player in jazz history? Yes. See, I at first, I actually I do think the answer is yes. Um, hindsight hasn't been as kind to Carl Malone. No, but when Malone was in his like prime, jacked out of his mind, running the hills and the avenues and whatever in Salt Lake, and like taking, I mean, putting the team on his shoulders with Stockton, obviously, but also being an enforcer and just a tough guy in the league, like yeah, everybody loved him. He was like a worldwide like, I mean, an international of international acclaim. That I don't know if Donovan, I don't know how he's received internationally, but I know like everybody loved Malone. From you know, from a global well, standpoint. Well, yeah. Think about it. It's like a freaking redneck giant black dude running around, know, which was awesome. kind of funny with this huge Fu Manchu mustache. Um, I actually think the race is between Donovan Mitchell and Ronnie Brewer. So um, I think Donovan just kind of edges out the little the little guy with the the messed up shot. But I mean, where does Morris Allman fit in all this? Um, he fits in. Or Carrick Felix. Or Eric Maynard. Or Ben Henlogden. Judas. Man, John, John one and only karate. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I think Don, um, and I'm curious what everybody else thinks. I think Don might be the might like be cool. The, We're talking about cool, like the way he plays. Okay, the way well, he carries himself. Don's one B next to the junkyard dog. 
Shout out to Mari Carroll. Very, very fair. There we go. Solved it right here. 1A, 1B, Junkyard Dog and Donnie Mitchell. And then coming up in third, because when you do ties, you take up both top um, lines right there. And mm-hmm. third is Ronnie Brewer. Shout out Ronnie. I still follow him on uh, on Twitter, and he does a lot of stuff for the state of Arkansas. Yeah, doesn't does. give the Jazz a whole lot of shout outs, but I think he appreciates weird. his time. Hey, here. I saw Boozer finally kind of got on the mic and started talking about us, which is weird. The first time he he hasn't. Um, I feel like he doesn't really bring up his Jazz days very often. Yeah, I don't think so either. So shout out Mr. C Booz. Yeah. Um, dude, I just think we're so lucky to have Donovan. I mean, we're so lucky to have this team. I can't even say it enough. Everybody, if you're not watching the games right now, watch the game. Watch hey. the dang games. Here's a, a question out of left field. Players in the past, who would you want to see on this roster the most? Mm, I mean, it would be incredible to have an Andre Karolinko. That's exactly who I'm thinking about right now. Dude, could you imagine he AK-47 for as this our perimeter era defender? of basketball and just like what he brought to the table? First of all, he would have a 5x5 five five maybe every single night. Every night. And I'm, it would like I, with with AK and what he could do on this team, for sure. I feel like we're rocking to the finals, dude. It's a tease for sure. If we could, if we could find a way to like, I don't know, bring him back, dude. Where's Elon Musk? Why why is Elon Musk trying to put us on Mars? Why isn't he working on getting Andre Karolinko like pulling him out of the past and into now? You're the asking present. the real questions. Who's going to get to Mars first? Who's going to buy it first? Him or freaking Bezos? That's the real question. Or does Bezos want the moon? I think Bezos is trying to save the Earth. Oh, that, so, why, dude? Who cares about the Earth? You know, I know Mars is Mars is honestly Just more kidding. appealing. Just but, kidding. Um, I don't know. That water in uh, Saint John was pretty darn blue and beautiful, and I really would like Bezos to save it and keep it that way for Same. as long as possible. And it would be cool if he kind of fixed like other places that you know, like Flint, Michigan, that doesn't necessarily have very blue or beautiful water, it's more true. like lead. Letty water. Dude, I, so the same guy that was talking to me about the jazz today, yeah. my client, he was big, big fisherman, big outdoorsman, was talking about how he can't really fish the cricks. He called them cricks. My man. Cricks and rivers by his house anymore in the countryside because he like sees the foam like building up in the river and Gross. it's all from like the glyphosate and all the other chemicals that are washing off from the, uh, the crops. Gross. And he just says he's bummed out because he just can't, can't eat the fish that he catches anymore. Just catch and release and... Doesn't want to eat some poison fish. So, well, anyway. I guess a guy pulled out a really nice brook trout out of Jordan River, and I'm just like, throw that thing back in, because you know it's growing a few extra eyes in there. Bye-bye. Okay, what's next? Dude. Um. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I need to do a little plug. We need to do a plug here. We do need to do a plug. So, a couple plugs, maybe. I don't know, maybe one plug. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. Are we going to blow up the sockets here? Yeah. Just I have We have two forks, and we're both going to just plug it up right now. Okay. Um. So my wife, the lovely, beautiful, perfect Emily Elizabeth Pruitt. She's great. Shout out, Em. Um, what she is doing is a new little business, a little side gig, and she's becoming a more... Hustling. She's hustling. Um, she is more kind of transitioning from being a full-time employee to being a full-time mom. And if you know my wife, she's a busy person, and she always has to have something to be working on. And she and her sister came up with the idea to do these little... You know what a charcuterie board is? Um, I don't. Tell me more. Well, for our listeners, it's basically a cheese and crackers board. A little bit more fancier. So much more advanced than that. Yeah, but more or less. You're selling it short. I know. Um, they're doing this thing. It's called 
and you can follow him on Instagram. And if you do, maybe we'll hook you up with a freebie. It's called boards.n.bytes. Boards and Bytes, at Boards and Bytes. At Boards and Bytes. Follow them on Instagram. They're doing these things. Um, which they, I think they're starting out on like special events, but you can also do orders whenever you want. And they make these yummy little boards, and we will send it your way, or you can come pick it up, whatever you want to do. I think I'm the delivery boy if you end up wanting me to deliver it to you. Um, anyway, check it out. You can request a different delivery person if Kurt scares you. I De- might even be able to step up. Follow them on Instagram. Mention that you got it from the Thoughts Inside Our Head podcast, and we will send you a free board. Yep, it's a big deal. And honestly, so the board, M made one for my birthday um, as she was like kind of kicking the idea around. And it was incredible. Yeah, it had the important cheeses, the crackers, the sauces um, with some other goodies. Like it's definitely something that if you're throwing a party or have a get together for a game or any sort of celebration – you want to check out the boards and bites because it's phenomenal. It's literally got something on there for everybody. Normally when you hear charcuterie board, this is coming from someone who appreciates like treats and snacks. Yeah. I don't get super stoked because I can only have so many crackers and so many different kinds of cheeses. Yeah. These are all different, completely different. Super good. Something for everybody. And, uh, you need to dig Here's in. the thing. Um, Valentine's days, they're doing them with chocolate covered strawberries and a few other things. And for the super bowl, just so you know what they do is we had chips and salsa. We had obviously, um, some nice cheese and crackers. We had some uh, like ranch dip with uh, carrots and some popcorn, and we had some uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Just a whole bunch all of the things. Goodies, yeah, all, all the, the goodies. All the goodies. For my birthday, they had the bitchin' sauce that comes from yep. I don't know where, but it's amazing, the Chipotle kind. Um, anyway, check that out. And uh, yeah, it's four days until Valentine's Day, and we know a lot of you dudes are still procrastinating your Valentine's plans, and uh, so you should probably put in a board. And, Hit uh, her up, her board. boards dot n dot bytes. That's boards dot the letter n dot bytes. Right. And how how are we giving away this one board, or how many boards are we giving away? Um, I'm not sure. Maybe one, maybe two, maybe five hundred. There's a lot of listeners, so and, remember. And what do they need to do? They need to go and follow, comment on a picture, and just say, "The thoughts inside our head brought me here." Perfect. Um. Second, we have another giveaway. <gasps> Shout out to our sponsor, Crumble Cookies. Here we go, baby. If, well, first of all, Crumble's near and dear to our hearts and have been since the beginning. And finally, they're stepping up to sponsor us. And so we have a little giveaway going. And all that needs to happen here is you need to do two things. One, go and give our podcast five stars on whatever platform you listen on. Give it a little review. It has to go with it. A nice little review with five stars. And then give us a little uh, screenshot it and shout us out on Instagram. Tag us. Or wait, we don't have an Instagram. <laughs> we don't have an Instagram. We can do it on Twitter. So we do it on Twitter. Or if you screenshot it, just tag on, on uh, Instagram. Tag Kurt and I or Kurt or I. And uh, we'll repost it. And first person to do that gets a free box of crumble cookies. The first. It's just a race. And you get to pick the com- the compilation of cookies. So. Oh, wow. What a freaking Lucky giveaway, you. dude. Shout out to Crumble. Giving us shout this. out Crumble. I figure oh. I'm back on this no sugar kick. Lacey and I are doing a no sugar thing again. I don't know why, but uh, here we are. And so someone needs to enjoy it on our behalf. So hit cool. us up. Hit anyway. It up. Hit um, it up. Wow. We just had an ad right in the middle of the podcast. Are we David Locke? We might be. I don't, know. I, I don't know. So far, it's not like three to one ads. So we're doing okay. Yeah, we're doing okay for sure. Honestly, on his postcast, I remember his podcast, they're like 10 minutes long. And the first four minutes are ads. So anyway, dude, we're moving on. Um... 
I feel like we're kind of getting. We had a conversation last time just about uh, about who the players in the NBA that we hate the most, or who we hate to look at the most. Yeah, or hate watch play the most. Just like gross, and just kind of gross. Just like you just thinking, it's like, Ugh. and we've called this, and we actually we haven't quite named it yet. The all douche team, or the all chode team, or the all just unsavory to watch play team. Yeah, however you want to word it. And uh, we were thinking about what players go on that list. Current players, right? What current players go on that list. Because Jared Bayless probably would be like the all-star. I mean, and if we're being honest, even though he's fallen upon some hard times lately, Delonte West yeah. would probably be on that list. So anyway, um, we, we it's funny because we started going through the list and we pretty much agreed. So everybody can play at home. You can make your own um, all-chode, all-douche team list. But uh, we put a few people on ours and uh, we just kind of want to go through those real quick. And okay. we can make it quick. So, do you have it pulled up, too? Uh, no. Okay, so who's number one? Who comes to your mind first when you think of this type of team? A uh, new young guy, okay? Okay. New young guy. I already, I already kind of dumped on him today. I'm putting Trey Young number one for me. Trey Young is... And, and for those of you that don't really know the definition of what we're going with here, once you hear all these players, you should pr- have a pretty good idea of, of the definition. So, yeah. Um, I'm also going to go with a new player. Um, a rookie, in fact. He plays with Gordon Hayward. His name's LaMelo Ball. And he's a douche and a chode. I'm not going to say I hated him before he even got to the league, but the whole LeVar Ball situation like yeah. four years ago, like I literally had their whole family muted on Twitter because I couldn't take it anymore and it was all their dad's fault. But uh, LaMelo, I don't know, he just seems like the guy that pulls up at a church ball game and just starts casting from half court, um, which is what I remember watching him when I, I watched a few of his high school highlights. That's exactly what he did. Now, he actually has him playing pretty well, which I, we have to admit, I have to give him his props, but... You know, he's played well enough to get him on the all-douche team. So, congratulations, LaMelo. Good job, man. Your first accolade as a NBA player. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our team. Um, I'm going to put another kind of weird rival, and um, this is because, for whatever reason, he's been attached to Donovan Mitchell um, for Donnie's career, and it's just a huge douche, and that's Devin Booker. Just not a fan of the, Just not a fan of Book. I'm just not a fan of Book either, man. Like, I don't know who does his hair. I don't know what – I mean, it's not good, is it? I can eat. Uh, not no. that I'm an expert. Anybody that's seen my hair knows that it's, well, mine's not good either. But I feel like yeah. if you've got, if you're an NBA player, like you should at least know what looks good and what doesn't, and or at least pay someone who does to make yourself not look like a douche. And remember when he was playing pickup and he got mad for getting doubled in pickup, and no, Joakim Noah, who you would think would be on this list, but he's not. He's not. Um, I had a double check. I think he's a little too savage to be on the list. Yeah, he is. Um, in a good way. I think that I d- I don't know I just I just don't like his attitude I feel like he feels like he deserves like more recognition and respect around the league than he's earned kind of like a respect is he wants it to be given not earned type of guy like he's been on Sports Illustrated a bunch of times but hasn't proven anything well and yet. then he's remember just, like, again super entitled. remember again they had like that picture of him. Cat uh, and D'Angelo D'Angelo saying like, oh. oh we're going to get our big three someday. Honestly, the weakest-minded three I've ever seen in my life. Amen. Um, okay, yep, so he definitely goes on the list. All right, here's another one. Unfortunately, he plays for the Denver Nuggets, who knocked us out last year. Doesn't make him any less of a chode or a douche. We've got Michael Porter Jr. Thank you. There's nothing else that really needs to be said. I mean, I'm pretty sure he said something about the moon being for, or the, the moon not existing. or I don't even know. He's he said all something into crazy. weird conspiracy theories. Um, He's like tw- 20 years old, and he – what did he call – he kept calling girls in the crowd baddies or something like that. She's yeah, that a baddie. Right. Yeah. yeah, and if 
if you say baddie in a non-ironic or like trying to be funny sense, then you're probably doing life wrong, at least partially, in a sense. Henceforth, you're on the all douche team. Make the list. Next, we have a member of the current Miami Heat. We have Kelly Olynyk. Kurt, <laughs> tell me your thoughts about Kelly Olynyk. Just look at him. Case closed. Open, co- open and closed case on this one. And this is a thing, by the way. We're James Cowser, our good buddy. Shout out, Cows. Um, some would argue that his doppelganger is Kelly Olynyk, but for whatever reason, Cows. It's not for whatever reason. It's just not that case. Like Cows, the strapping young man, a young individual, and uh, Kelly Olynyk just, just kind of chody. Just look. Ugh. I think the way he plays too doesn't help. He if we're being like, honest, looks like he smells bad too. Yeah, yeah. Um, next up, this one. This one kind of hurts to say. Trey Lyles, man. It doesn't hurt. We drafted him. We did. I kind of was drinking the David Locke Gatorade when it came to like me being kind of stoked about getting him. Like, oh, I'll play making four that can shoot a little bit. And he actually had some, he had some moments. And then he went to Denver and now he's on the Spurs and he threw shade at Quinn on the way out. And so he's officially dead to me. And he looks like a douche. A douche. If you're a professional athlete and you're complaining about practicing for more than like an hour a day. When you suck. When you suck and you are terrible at defense get thrown on the all show team yeah it's the, the seat was uh it pretty much had his name on it from the moment he came in the yeah. league i hate to admit it um moving along here this one honestly i'm surprised we didn't get to it earlier but uh another name inextricably tied to ben or to excuse me wow i just ruined it gosh the culmination another name tied to donnie yep is ben simmons yep now ben simmons it, for those of you that don't know he's a rookie this year plays for the philadelphia 76ers <laughs> Um, in contention, I think, for Rookie of the Year. But uh, definitely, he's afraid to shoot three-pointers. He plays in the NBA. Um, he's just kind of a douche. Just- if you are a quote-unquote point guard in the NBA and a highlight is you just taking a three, just not even like making it, but taking a three, you're a douche. Yep. Amen. Um, we have some dark horses here. Dylan Brooks. Just that flop alone in college and him clobbering Donovan every time he goes to the hole yep. makes you – honestly, he's probably starting for this douche choke yeah. team. We actually have him as four, so he, he definitely starts. Um, we've got some dark horses, Jamal Murray, and he's definitely one as well. We just watch him play. Obviously, he went head-to-head with Donovan last year in the playoffs, and it made me sick. And, uh, yeah, just don't really like to watch him play. No. That's all there has to it. The two-man game between him and Jokic is, I mean, they're good, but I don't now, enjoy watching it, really. You, people probably think, why isn't Jokic on this team? He's just not. He's See, I'll say this till the grave, till I hit the grave, that Jokic looks like the dude from Despicable Me, just like a slightly more basketball play version. Yeah. Ever so slightly less overweight. What's his name? Gru? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of how I envision him. So he's too innocent and kind of – Dumb. And you know what? We're not hating. We're just having a little bit of fun here. But uh, him losing that weight though got him closer to being on the team because I like fat Jokic better than I like skinny Jokic. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the team. I feel like it, we rounded it out pretty well. Did we miss anybody? Um. Just some questions to ask ourselves. Okay. Derek Rose is he a chode? Is he a douche? Uh, see, this is the thing: is he was kind of buried in anonymity in Detroit. And he was recently, as of yesterday or the day before, traded to the New York Knicks. So he'll be on the big uh, stage a whole lot more. So I feel like that's a to-be-determined. Yeah. Ultimately, what a fall from grace, man. MVP. I mean, yeah, the injuries. I know. And I was on my mission when he was actually good, and I got back, and he was like, he got hurt almost immediately. So maybe I'm his curse. I don't know. 
he was very good. Yeah. Well, now he's not. And uh, borderline douche territory. Why didn't we put Zach Levine on this list? Mm, he has a question mark next to his name. I know. He's he's pretty athletic. He's pretty like pretty shifty. He's like strong. I don't know. He's he's on a too irrelevant of a team, and he won the funny, dunk contest with some pretty dope dunks. Which also makes you think: Is Aaron Gordon on this team? No, he's not. Did some cool dunks too. Aaron Gordon. Is a potential for the team though. Potential, potential, but he's not. He's, he's under consideration. Shout out, Doug Brothers. Sorry for dumping on your guy. Shout, you know, sorry, Orlando. Yeah, um, that is unfortunate. Anyway. And then one more. I'm going to just. This isn't on our list, but is Carl Anthony Towns on this yes. team? Yes, yes, he is. Okay, you're kicking him while he's down. I mean, he apparently good thing he recovered from COVID. You always want to hear that, and yeah. I think he starts again tonight. So. Hopefully, uh, he'll probably have one of his classic Carl Anthony Towns games, those empty calories. Um, we, we, won't, we won't address whether Kuz is or not. I think that hits close to home for a lot of people. But Answers yes. I think it might be. Um, anyway, dude, that's the NBA. Cool. I feel like, I don't know, we're at a turning point in the season. We're about to play a lot of teams that are pretty good. Calling and, it hell week. Yeah. And so, um, everybody, uh, do whatever you do. To bring the good graces to our good friend Mike Conley. Hopefully his hamstring's better so we can roll these guys. Put but, out uh, the juju. Ultimately. Say your prayers, whatever it may be. Yep. If you haven't watched any games, sit down and watch games. It'll be great. So that's all we got for the NBA. Cool. Dude, before we go. Yeah. What else you want to talk about? Um, you finished Mandalorian yet? <sighs> Dude. I haven't finished Mandalorian yet. It's been a weird. It's been... So when you know, I can't make it, I'm not gonna make excuses. Yeah, yeah. How many times have you guys watched Shit's Creek? How many times have you guys watched New Girl? How Only gone through Shit's Creek once, and it was over. We finished Shit's Creek before Mandalorian, the second season, even started. I finished the first season, watched the first two episodes of the second season of Mandalorian, and then like the holidays kind of came and got in the way, and then we started New Girl and Ted Lasso. Which is fantastic. Did you watch it? Yes. Dude, why aren't we talking about this right I now? I have no idea. If there's any show that anyone needs to go watch right now, it's Ted Lasso. It's incredible. It's on Apple Plus of all weird things. Yeah. But it's really good. And I feel uh, one of these days I'll explain why I really, really, really didn't want to like Ted Lasso, the movie, or the show, not the character. Um, it's probably still a little too tender right now, so I'm not going to get into it. Okay. But, uh, how's that for a trailer? Anyway, um, Ted Lasso's incredible. There's just one season. Um, the, just kind of the, what, where, how far are you? All the way down. You're done? Yeah. Watched okay. it in one day. That's incredible. I watched it. Actually, I watched it in two days. Yeah. Shout out to flights and having it downloaded. Okay. 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 Anyway. Just real quick though. Who's your favorite character? That's all we'll talk about. Oh, I mean. Honestly, the main character, Ted Lasso, is pretty pretty great. He's hilarious. Coach Beard is hilarious. Coach Beard absolutely slays if me. <laughs> if we're talking about just like minutes to output ratio, he is far and away the best character on the show. But keep going. And then uh, forgive me for not even remembering his name at this point. Nate the Great? No, not Nate the Great. Nate the Great's great. Roy. Roy. Roy, Roy, Roy might so be my favorite character. Funny, dude. I love it. He, it's he is funny. For those who haven't watched it, because I didn't, I hadn't heard of this until Lacey brought it up to me. But this is basically the premise: Ted Lasso is an American football coach, college football coach, and he gets hired to coach an English Premier Soccer team, and he brings over his one assistant, Coach Beard, Coach Shadow Coach, and uh, it, the show is kind of about his travails. This guy knows nothing about um, soccer, and so 
it's a pretty entertaining story and uh you'll get a kick out of it yeah so anyway um yeah dude so and i'm like episode i'm like a season five episode like 12 or something on new girl it's kind of been one of those things that i started it a long time ago i watched like the first season and then i kind of lace and i picked it up recently and it's kind of been one of those things we just kind of kill time with occasionally uh-huh. and so it's been good but as soon as we're done with that and maybe even before i'll finish i'll finish mando because we need to, we need to have a deep dive there and no matter i talk about how much i like mandalorian but I'm not really backing it up with my actions. You're not and I realize that. Actions speak louder than words. And I'll be honest as well. Like there was a point in time where I blocked Mandalorian on Twitter and other things because it was the last episode was getting a ton of hype, uh-huh. like beyond hype. And I didn't want any spoilers. And, and spoilers so then I kind of put too. off like diving into it and then it kind of got away from me. So okay. I'll get back to it. Uh, do you, you guys give WandaVision a try yet? Uh, you actually haven't talked to me about WandaVision before. Do you know what it is? Uh, does it have anything to do with wands? No. Okay, real quick, real quick synopsis. Sorry, Mr. Ollivander. Another Disney Plus show. This one's coming from the Marvel Universe. Okay. It's about Scarlet Witch and Vision. Okay. Okay? That's It's really weird. I would say now would be a good time to start watching it because there are five episodes in, and the first three at the end, every time you're scratching your head, like, what is this even about? Basically, each episode is a new decade of TV, and it doesn't even do anything other than make it feel like you're watching Wanda and Vision in like I Love Lucy or whatever. That's really weird. Yeah. But by episode four, they kind of peel back the um peel back the layers a little bit and kind of show you what the show's gonna be about. And definitely worth starting now, for sure. Dude, there's too many there's too many things to watch these days. It's like I can't keep up with it all, but I'm gonna try it and I'll check out WandaVision because right. Everybody knows I have a soft spot in my heart for Marvel. In fact, I watched Endgame on the way home from my vacation. Oh, what's your favorite part? I mean, I think it goes without saying. Did we talk about this last time? Probably. You and I had this conversation. I don't know if we recorded it or not. Captain America's worthy, man. Captain America's worthy. That's cool. When he picked up that hammer. Man. Showtime. Anyway. That was fun. Um, Um, Anything else? Dude, shout out to everybody for listening. Um, It's been, honestly... Way too long. We're stoked to do this again. We're going to do it more now that we're kind of back in the swing of things and the holidays are officially over and the jazz are really good and fun to watch. Knocking on wood. We're not jinxing them. But, uh, Gavin can leave us alone finally. I know. Shout out Gavin for keeping us going. Um, tell the uh, tell the people of St. George hello. We need to come down there. Dude, we should make a little trip to St. George sometime soon. I was just thinking that like you've gone far too long without taking an Ellen spike ball. That uh, a little destination and a little destination, maybe a weekend. A little weekend vacation in St. George is just what you need to uh, bring your humility back into check. I mean, we don't necessarily need to drive to St. George for you to take that L because it's already springtime here, basically. I know. But I would love to do it in a destination. I agree. I'd love to freaking whoop your... Dude, what sucks is the fact that like you and I were kind of the original Spikeball teammates. Yeah, we were we good in- together, man. When we got introduced to like all those like Salt Lake kids that thought they were way dope at Spikeball, and we absolutely ran them through. Oh, where was that at? Uh, that was in Bear Lake. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah, we wrecked them. And uh, so deep down, I still I still like harbor those feelings of chemistry yeah. and friendship and teammate uh, excellence in my heart. But right now, we're, we're on opposing sides. It's and like so when Shaq and Kobe up. broke up. It's kind of yeah. a little bit. Remember the good days. Anyway, so before we, before we uh, finish and sign off here, again, thanks to everybody for listening. Everybody go post in the boards and at boards in bytes. Boards dot n dot bytes. 
on their uh, on their Instagram post for a free board. It's definitely worth it. Check them out. Also, rate review with five stars, five star rating. Take a screenshot of it and send it to us, or post it on Instagram and tag Kurt or I. First on it. to win, first one to do it wins. And first notification I get, so do that. We'll send you some cookies. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. We're not – for the people who are far away, we're not going to, like, fly these out. You just got to let us know maybe something that's kind of like Crumble if you're, like, hitting us up from the East Coast or something. Thankfully, Crumble is literally multiplying like rabbits. They're all over the country. And uh, so chances are if you live in a place that isn't near Crumble, you're probably living on Mars with Musk. So I'm not worried about that. Shout out Crumble for sponsoring. Shout Aight. out Boards and Bites. I Shout them out. Kurt. Deuces. Farewell. Peace.